0: When asked of all the commandments, which is the most important? Jesus replied with this in Mark chapter 12, verses 30 and 31. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Welcome to the Brookwood Church Sunday Message Podcast. We're in the middle of the series, Love God, Love People, which is a dive deeper into how to live out the great commandment found in Mark 12, 30 and 31. This episode is from our morning of worship on Mother's Day. Both our incoming senior pastor, Brian Jones, and our senior founding pastor, Perry Duggar, are with you today. Perry will preview Love People in the series as Brian Jones reviews Love God with our heart, and soul, and looks forward in the series to mind and strength. And now let's join in the service. Here's Pastor Brian Jones.
1: Well, good morning, Brookwood. If you would take your seats just for a moment, we have a special day of worship planned. We're going to dive into some guided prayer time and have a chance to worship together. And uh, happy Mother's Day to all of you moms out there. Um, My son asked us, my eight-year-old son asked us this last week, mom, dad, when is it kids' day? And uh, we said, every day. Every day is Kids Day. Amen? And so, uh, moms, if uh, you are here, you're a mother, you're a grandmother, I'm going to do something you probably don't like. But if you would, would you just stand up so we could honor all the moms and the grandmothers in the house this morning? (laughs) Amen, amen. Amen. Well, moms, uh, grandmothers, we honor you. We thank you for all the things that you do that is seen and all the things that you do that is unseen. We thank you for your sacrifice. I'm also aware in a room like this, for some people, it's a day of celebration. For others, it might be a day of grieving. And uh, maybe you have lost a loved one, and so this Mother's Day is painful. Maybe it's the loss of something else. Maybe you struggle with infertility. Or uh, maybe you never got married, and so this is a painful day. And we just want to say in the midst of celebrating and honoring mothers, we also acknowledge those who are grieving. And we want you to know we're a community that comes alongside of you in that as well. Uh, If you are new to Brookwood, let me just say a welcome to you in the program that you got. uh, There's a little code right there, a QR code. You can scan that. And any next steps you have, whether you want to get connected, you want prayer, you want resources, or maybe you've been at Brookwood for a while and you've not got connected, you can use that QR code. I invite you to do that. Uh, later on in the service today, as we have a time of extended worship today, some guided times of prayer and worship, um, you can take that same QR code and scan that as well as a chance to give back with your resources later on as we take uh, up the offerings. Uh, addition to that, I want to draw attention in the program you have. You'll see a, a handout that says as world relief upstate and just want to make you aware that is the ministry spotlight partner today and so there have been a lot of refugees that have been placed in the greenville spartanburg area so if you're interested in helping meet some basic needs you can go to the uh, ministry spotlight center right out in the lobby concourse there and you can get more information as well now we have been in a series called love god love people And we've been looking at this for four weeks. The ministry and the focus uh, of our church really is to love God and love people. And you'll see in your program uh, that, that really this comes from Mark chapter 12, where the religious leaders, the Pharisees are trying to trap Jesus with this question, and I've been mentioning this every week, where they're trying to trap him and they say, what is the greatest commandment of all? And the reason this is a trap I've mentioned is that there were 613 commandments, so they never thought Jesus could actually answer this question. But to their surprise, he actually answered in Mark chapter 12, and he said, the greatest commandment is to love God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so we've been walking through each one of those. In fact, the first week I mentioned uh, that loving God with our heart really is about our will and our commitment. That the most important part of your faith is this, that your heart has been transformed. And so as we get ready to worship, it's easy to come in here and just start singing or be distracted. Let me just ask this question. How is your heart this morning? How is your heart really? I think your heart could be dead. Maybe you don't know Jesus and and you're in this room. Maybe you're in a spot where you do know Jesus, but you're just distracted or your heart is dry. And you know what it's like to be in a room and singing songs and have your heart be a million miles away. Or or maybe your heart is devoted this morning. But as we sing, I just want to invite you today, if your heart is distracted or dry, even as we sing today, ask God to make your heart devoted. And if your heart is devoted, let me just encourage you to ask God to keep your heart devoted to him. And so that's what it means to love God with your heart. But the second thing we talked about is to love God with your soul, which is really your affections and your emotions. And we spoke about the fact that worship really is the language of the soul. And I don't know if you've sensed this, but I really sense that, that God is calling Brookwood to a deeper level of worship. Have you sensed that? I, I just sense that he's wanting to take us to even deeper places, and there is a hunger in worship that has just been stirring to me. And part of what I think the invitation is, is that all of us have to show up every Sunday and decide if we're just going to sing or if we're going to worship God with our souls. And I remember where it was where I grew up in church my whole life, but then there was a day where I just said, God, I want to worship you with my soul. I want to think about the lyrics I'm singing. I want to sing unto you and not be distracted by all the things that are going on. And last night I was in this room actually praying, and I was thinking about just a picture of worship that I want to show you. Uh, It's actually from my daughter. She didn't know I was filming her, but she uh, had some worship music on. We were playing worship that morning, and she just starts singing. And for most of the time, she's completely unaware that we are filming her until the very end. And then you'll see she gets a little surprised. So, so check out this video that I wanted to show you that really sets the tone of worship this morning. Wait for the (laughs) buildup. Isn't that awesome? So. As I was praying, one of the things that I noticed is it is so easy in a church service to be so aware of what's going, so focused on what's happening on this stage or the people next to you. And if you get next to someone who's not singing, even sometimes you can be more focused on the people around you than you are focused on God. And for majority of that video, I just love this heart of worship because she was just forgetful to everything else except for what she was singing. Can I just invite you this morning? to not focus on what's happening beside you, but to lift your eyes and focus on Jesus and worship from your soul. You might have never really worshiped from your soul. I invite you today to sing and think about the lyrics, to be more focused on Jesus than you are anything else that is happening around you, amen? And so let me just read Psalms 103, and then we're gonna have a chance just to continue in a time of worship. It says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all of your inequities, who heals your diseases. So will you stand as we get ready to worship God with our souls this morning.
0: It's our morning of worship on Mother's Day at Brookwood Church for our Sunday Message Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Right now, Brian Jones continues with Love God with Mind and Strength.
1: All right. Well, you guys know uh, you're doing something right if you sing so loud that you break the sound system. Come on. Uh, Hey, the third installment that uh, Jesus says you'll see in your program is this. He speaks about the fact to love God with our minds means we love with our intelligence and our thoughts. And so as we continue in worship today, what I want to invite you to do is this. I want to invite you to think about maybe you're walking through something uh, maybe there's something with your family members your friends and so i mentioned this uh, the other week but to love god with your mind means you don't just think affectionately about god you actually think like god and so there's an invitation to to actually think about what it is that you're walking through what it is that you're praying through so as we have a chance uh, and the band sings over you during this song i just invite you think about whatever it is that you're carrying maybe you have something this morning that you're walking through And invite God into that space. Uh, The next thing we mentioned, which we have not unpacked, I'll unpack this next week, is Jesus says that that there's an invitation to love him with your strength. And I'm going to unpack what this means. But part of what this means is that you love God with your resources. And you love God with everything you have. And for years, I struggled with Christianity because when we talked about love, I always thought it was a passive love. But love is not a sentiment. It is an action. And so, what we're going to do is, we have a chance every week to actually give back to God uh, with our resources. This isn't a way to try to pay back God. It's just a way to say, Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. And so, it's our way of saying, God, I love you so much that every resource I have is yours. In fact, it's been said that sometimes God can't get a hold of a human heart until he gets a hold of someone's wallet. Because, in essence, sometimes money can just have a grip on us. And so, every week, we stop down and just say, hey, God, every resource we have is from you. And so what I want to do is just pray for the offerings that are going to be given this morning. And many of you, like like myself, you give online. And so when the offering plate is passed, I try to pray every time I see that offering plate, just this simple breath prayer. I just say, God, everything I have is yours. Everything I have is yours. And so uh, even as you pass the plate, I invite you just to uh, speak to God that everything you have is His. Let me just pray for Uh, the gifts that will be given this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your many blessings. God, we thank you that every good and perfect gift comes from above. So God, I pray this morning, even in the midst of some distraction, I pray that, that God, you would draw us deeper, that you would allow our eyes to fix on you and to to not be mindful of all the things that are going on, but simply lift our eyes and focus on you. God, I pray for the resources that are gonna be given this morning. I pray, God, it would just be our way of saying everything we have, everything we have comes from you. So God, we pray uh, that you'd be glorified and exalted. God, we thank you. We thank you for your many blessings. And God, we just pray again that you would help us fix our eyes on you, the author and perfecter of our faith. And we pray that you would also be with this sound system in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: This is the morning of worship on Mother's Day with a Brookwood Church Sunday Message Podcast. And now our senior founding pastor, Perry Ducker continues with loving people.
2: When we love God with all of our heart and soul and mind and strength, it, it transforms us. And Christ's character is created in us. Think about a relationship you have where you love this person, typically in marriage. You're changed by the power of that love. Not because you're weak, not because you're trying to be submissive but because of the strength of your love, you grow more similar, you grow to accommodate. And when we love God with all that we have and all that we are, it shapes us, it fashions us, it creates the character of Jesus within us so that we begin to love others As he loved, which was sacrificially giving of myself to better you. Sometimes in our culture, we speak more of a selfish love that I get what I want. But a sacrificial love is that I care more that you love God and that you grow and that you be improved than I do that you care more about me or like me more. To love God means We love people. The spirit within us, when we're born again, the spirit inhabits us. And the spirit works to conform us to look like Jesus, to act like Jesus. But many of us have living examples in our lives that model this. Might be someone in a small group for you. Maybe a friend or a neighbor. But you know what? So many of us were given mothers. I don't think there's a greater gift than a godly mother. I had a godly mother. I had a dysfunctional home, but I had a godly mother who never compromised her faith in any way and lived that. And our mothers have have a direct connection to our hearts and our minds. On this earth... Mothers have the greatest access to pour faith into the lives of their children. So I commend you, mothers, who have tried to walk with Christ because I can see it in many of your children. I can see it in our children because of Leanne's life. Because the mother, you know, they may have a preacher father, but you know what? They have a mother that's with them every day changing diapers preparing meals, loving, putting on bandages. And that's a way that faith enters. You know, we've been worshiping this morning with or without power. And worship, I understand worship doesn't come that easily. Prayer doesn't come easily. I mean, you can talk words in prayer, but feels like nobody's listening and when you worship you can sing words but you wonder whether they go anywhere Leanne and I were out on highway 11 not standing on it but we went to this place (laughs) and there was this guy singing and I told Leanne I said you know what he's singing she said I said the blues don't you hear the pain But I I said, that guy's caterwauling. I said, I can do that well. And she said, it sounds good to you in your head. (laughs) Do you think that was a compliment? (laughs) I haven't figured it out. But, But my point here is, we can make sound, but if we have the Spirit of God operating within that worship, then what's happening is reciprocal it's circular so it doesn't matter about the quality of your voice what matters is the nature of your intimacy with God and I hope this morning that those of us that some of you excel at worship and some of us you know we're in preschool but just take one step further just try and try to develop a greater intimacy with God. That's where worship is developed, in connection with God. Worship is love for God. You know, at the Last Supper, Jesus was with his disciples. He washed their feet. Then he told them that they would betray him And he told them he would be leaving soon. Part of what he said was this in John 13. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. An interesting time to teach that lesson, don't you think? mere hours from a rest, perhaps much less than that. But I wonder if that wasn't when they needed it the most. Have you noticed that when you're in a bad mood, the day didn't go well, you're upset, you're worried, it seems harder to love, doesn't it? In our culture, we give ourselves excuses. Well, I'm sorry, I just had a bad day. So when I'm ugly to you, that's the reason. I'm under pressure. But Jesus said, right now, I'm about to be arrested. You're about to be persecuted. You will be chased from town. Show love. Because your love for one another in this predicament, under this pressure, with persecution descending on you, with anxiety filling you, with fear controlling your life, show love. Because love demonstrated under these circumstances will prove to this world that you are my disciples. Our culture is becoming ever more hostile to our faith? Will we continue to have courage to stand? But maybe more importantly, will we love? May our love for each other prove to this world, to this culture, that we love and live for Jesus. Have you already told God yes before he even asks? He might be asking not to send you to a different continent. He may be asking to send you back home, back into that relationship that you've been alienated from for so many years. It might be your mother. Maybe today's the place to call. If you can't call, then try text. And if you can't text, write a note. She'll get it this week. The answer's yes from us before he even asked. Remember, it's in the very tough time that we prove by our love for others, in parentheses, others we don't like, others we disagree with, others who have hurt us deeply, others who don't agree with us in so many ways. Yeah, it's that love that proves we're disciples of Christ. Take a step today. What powerful lyrics we've just heard. Let my life reflect how much I love you. Here I am, Lord. Send me. One of our pastors has offered himself to God to be sent. That pastor is Josh Masters. Josh, come on out. Thank you. Josh joined our staff in 215 as a care pastor and to lead Celebrate Recovery specifically. And with a great and a growing interest in missions, was that a passion of yours lifelong or?
3: Not lifelong. God's developed it over the last few years.
2: Yeah. And so he's made numerous trips to Latvia. And he went to train people how to uh, conduct Celebrate Reco- Recovery also to develop leaders in Slavic lands and nations, to preach, also to work with refugees. And so Josh has been called to intermissions full-time. So he'll be leaving his full-time position on our staff, and he'll begin to work with an organization called Bridge Builders International, who is a partner of ours. So Josh, tell our church family what you'll be doing. Uh, Well this, the very first thing
3: that we'll be doing is uh, we'll be going to Poland. I'll be leaving on Wednesday and our team is going to be speaking at the European Leadership Forum which equips Christian leaders from all over Europe. And then we will return our focus to the Baltics. Um, And you know a lot of people they think mission work, when they think of missions they think of Africa. But a lot of people don't realize that there are countries in Africa that are now sending missionaries to Eastern Europe because there is such a spiritual darkness and in fact there are fewer evangelical christians in latvia than there are in brookwood church and there is a brokenness and a hurting and there's a light at brookwood church that needs to be brought to the broken people of the baltics and so we're going to be working with refugees. We're going to continue to do war relief and work with uh, celebrate recovery, which we call Istabriviba, briviba*, which means true freedom. And we're going to continue to equip pastors and train pastors and work with Christian leaders in the area. Good. Very good. So are you
2: leaving town?
3: Are you and Gina moving away? We are not. We're still going to live off from West Georgia Road. And in fact, uh, we'll be here and then I'll travel around the country speaking and then go to Europe uh, four or five times a year. And uh, for years, for about 30 years the uh, headquarters of Bridge Builders has been on the West Coast in Oregon, but the headquarters is being moved here this month. And uh, Natalie Meeks, who is sitting over here, Natalie Meeks is one of our own members, and she is becoming the president of Bridge Builders International on June 1st. And yes, you can clap for Natalie. And I will become the executive director of Bridge Builders International, and we will have an office on Wade Hampton Boulevard.
2: Yes. So they're relocating to Taylor's. So, yes, Taylor's. wonderful. Well, let me pray I, for you. And I you, love Brookwood
3: Church. I love you, Perry.
2: And you'll be, oh, I love you. And I and love Brian. He'll be pray, uh, preaching again in July, and he'll be around here. So let me pray for him. And then he'll be in the concourse for you that just want to thank him for contributions he's made to your life or to ask questions about his new calling. And so he'll be out there after I dismiss you. Father, I do pray that you would bless Josh and Gina in this new position. Lord, I pray that you would give him peace in the change. I pray that you would give him hope and encouragement as he takes on a great new challenge. I ask, Lord, that you would provide sufficiently for him and for this ministry work there in Eastern Europe. And I pray during all this time that you would speak to him clearly, that you would guide him directly, that he would know the comfort of your spirit as he takes on a great task in a distant part of this world. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So, Josh will be in the concourse. You go today, call your moms, and thank you for coming. You have a blessed day.
0: We are so grateful that you joined us for this special morning of worship for the Brookwood Church Sunday Message Podcast on Mother's Day. You can watch a video of this week's message, listen to worship, or even search through the message archives. Just visit brookwoodchurch.org media or download the Brookwood Church app. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast to stay up to date with the Love God, Love People series. Thanks for listening and have a great week.